Welcome back. Back so soon, eh? That's kind of my fault. Um, welcome to episode, we'll call it 3B of the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and uh, hey, this is Keto for the Extreme Physique Culture, uh, or as some would say, Keto for Badasses. And uh, it is Sunday, September the 6th, 2020. The magical year of 2020, and uh, it, like I said, it's Sunday, and on Friday, I did episode three of the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Podcast, and on it, we talked about me going into a structured, strict gain phase uh, with the idea of going into a national-level competition in 2021. And uh, we talked about how to, you know, how I set those uh, caloric surplus macros in order to try to maximize tissue growth and and hold on to as much lean mass as possible to prepare for the inevitable cut that follows to get prepared to get on stage. So we walked through that. We talked about how tough it can be actually to uh, get in enough calories when you're, for all intents and purposes excluding a major macronutrient carbohydrate for you know the great majority of the week and uh, then I talked a little bit about uh, MCT oil which is either an exciting or the most painfully boring topic you can imagine but we walked through the benefits of MCT oil and why I listed as one of my top supplements of all time and why I use it and how it works and the benefits of it. So, and then we kind of went off the rails outside of that. And, and, uh, and during the podcast though, to, to get to the point, uh, see, that's how I get in trouble to get to the point. Um, during the podcast, I had uh, started mentioning about, you know, carbohydrates and, you know, using them around workouts that's called targeted ketogenic diet. Um, and we target carbohydrates around workouts to get uh, to use them as an energy component uh, to keep the intensity high during your workouts. And then uh, I kind of said, uh, we're gonna talk more about that in a minute. And I realized that I never talked about it. <laughs> so um, so I, apparently I had the attention span of a ferret when I did that podcast. So apologies, but at least I had the foresight uh, to jump back behind the mic and uh, and do episode what we'll call 3B. It's gonna be fast, it's gonna be to the point, but I wanted to cover, I didn't want anybody to go up there, but that asshole said he was gonna talk about that and he didn't talk about it. And why is that a big deal? Because it is uh, among one of the most brought up topics uh, in the keto high intensity training world is you know carbs around workouts and carbs for refeeds. So I wanted to make sure that I addressed that so I didn't piss too many people off and make you wait another week or so before I dialed that in. So I'm at the gym Sunday morning. I come in on Sunday mornings too. And, and I love Sunday mornings at the gym because there's nobody here. You know, I own a private personal training gym. We don't, we're not open to the public. So usually there's no one here on Sundays. So I can come in and, and be to myself, crank up some music. I clean the place, organize it, you know, clean up all the messes and get everything you know, wipe down and all, you know, shiny and pretty for the following week. And then I also get behind the computer on Sunday mornings in the peace and quiet of the dead gym. And I do, um, a shitload of online workouts. I've got, uh, roughly 75, uh, online clients that I work with and I got to make sure I got them set up for the week. So I'll come in and do, you know, at the very minimum, 
I'll get everybody's Monday workout ready. And, uh, and I don't do cookie cutter. So it's not just like I push a button and throw a bunch of cookie cutter workouts on people's calendars. Um, how I do it is, um, I will usually have, and, and if you're a client, you may want to know this, this is, this might be interesting. And if not, you're going to be bored out of your mind for the next two minutes, but hang in there. Uh, what I'll do is I'll, uh, you know, design three or four workouts because I know those three to four workouts are going to cover anyone that's on my client list. Um, it depends on if they're in a gym, depends on if they're in a home gym, what do they have at home? What don't they have? I literally have simple, some people just have a couple of dumbbells and body weight and that's fine. We, we work through it. And I have some people that are in huge, you know, commercial gyms that have absolutely everything. We can really open up the playbook. So I'll write three or four workouts and then I'll go through my entire client list. And depending on who the client is, I will drop one of those workouts in, but then I have to take it a step further you know, cause this particular person might not be able to do that shoulder movement or this particular person may not be able to do that leg movement. So then I'll make even further adjustments to that workout. So once I write three or four, then I determine which of the three or four I put on the client's training program. And then I adjust it even further for that individual client. And then, uh, you know, a couple hours later, voila, we're ready for Monday. Well today, you know, I'm actually going on a sort of a mini vacation next week. I've had two of them this, this summer, just little four day weekends instead of just a long regular vacation. Cause we, I wasn't able to do that this year. And, uh, so we're going to go camping for the second time, but it's going to be the final time because our campground that we like to go to, uh, closes in October. So we're going to get one more in September. So because I won't be available because there's no cell service in this town <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a damn cool town. Um, it literally has one traffic light it's in the middle of nowhere and uh to give you an idea of how small it is like the the sheriff and the post office share the same trailer so it's yeah it's that kind of a town which is great it's very remote once we get to the campground i have no cell service which is also freaking awesome so i let all my clients know that okay i'm going to do your workouts for the entire week and if you need anything, get in touch with me before Wednesday, because after that, I am going to be completely out of pocket. So looking forward to that. But so today I had to spend a lot of extra time writing workouts because I literally had to write like up to five workouts for the entire week for all of my clients. So it was a little bit longer day. And now that that's done, I wanted to jump behind the mic and correct my error with episode three and not covering TKD. So very simply, and this is going to be a short one, but very simply the way this works is, is, you know, as you know, I'm looking, I'm walking into a gain phase. I, I'm, I walked you through how to set your caloric surplus, how to take advantage of MCT oil to get those extra calories in. Cause that can be difficult on a ketogenic style, you know, ancestral health style diet, because you're essentially eliminating a major macronutrient and you're only using it on, you know, doing it on certain days on a refeed or whatever. So um, MCT oil is important. So hopefully you understood what that's all about and why it's one of my top supplements of all time. And then I meant to talk, to come back and talk about, uh, targeting carbs around workouts, but, uh, I got distracted, which isn't unusual. Sometimes I have the attention span of a ferret and, uh, got off track and then realized that and thought, Hey, I better turn on the mic and make a little amendment to episode three before somebody gets pissed off. So here I am. So how does TK work, TKD work in my workout? TKD simply stands for targeted ketogenic diet. It's the process of using uh, carbohydrates around your workouts. 
So you're using it as a tool. So you take the carbs out of the toolbox, as I've stated before, and depending on the person, uh, their you know training intensity, their gender, their age, and whatever, it's a little bit more, a little bit less for the individual. So by taking in uh, some fast absorbing carbohydrates, which is the way I like to do it, right before your workout, about 30 minutes before, sometimes 15, um, that's going to give you nothing but usable immediate energy to get you through a very difficult workout. And it's also going to spare protein and, and make sure that's being used for what it needs to be used for, for repair and growth. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, a hack to use carbs around workouts to get the benefit of them. And then once the workout is over, provided you've been trained intensely enough, those carbs are gone. So it's like, take them in, train, burn them up, you're done. So sort of like a dragster, you know, these, these high, you know, performance, these long, funny car dragsters, you know, they, they put the gas in the tank. These things generate about a bazillion horsepower, you know, they go to, you know, 240 miles an hour down the straightaway and then it's done, you know, it, it's all out done. And that's the way you kind of got to look at it. So you just put enough fuel in the tank to get you through a brutal workout. And then by the time that workout is over, or even just shortly after that fuel tank is empty. So you're not getting any detrimental effects from those carbs. You're using them just for the energy source that they provide you for a hard workout. And the key to that is hard workout. You want it to be a brutal, tough, challenging workout. Otherwise, you know, if you're very sensitive to carbohydrates, they could literally spill over and, 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 you know, cause some problems. And I have people that are very sensitive to carbs. So the key to making that work is taking the, the right amount and it's not as much as you think. And you got to make sure that you're training super high intensity. I mean, come on. I mean, how many times do I have to talk about this intensity in the gym? Intensity is key. You know, when you're in the gym, you know, you, sh if you're working in a commercial gym, like a big gym, a membership gym, if you're not known as one of the three people in there that nobody wants to talk to because you're trained so freaking hard, you, you are, you're in the pain cave. You're, you're in the zone. You know, you've got to look on your face. Like I'm here for business. Don't mess with me. And then when you're going through that hard, intense workout, people are sort of glancing out of the corners of their eye because they want to see to what level this maniac is going through today. You got to be that person. That's what I'm asking you to be. And I know a lot of the people I train are, and I'm proud of that. So, and uh, that's the way I always did it. And that's the way you should do it too. But when you take in those carbohydrates 15 to 30 minutes before a workout like that, you know, you're going to squeeze out that fuel and uh, you're going to use it for what it's, what it's designed for. And then it's going to be gone. And you don't have to worry about it. So my, my clients, like if I set a, a daily limit of say 30 grams of carbohydrate, and then on most of your, your, all the rest of your, you know, calories and nutrients are coming from protein and fat. I will tell them that that 30 grams of carbohydrate is separate from the carbs you take in from your targeted ketogenic, you know, uh, carbs. So me, for instance, I'll tell you how I do it. Uh, I'm currently, uh, I like to use a supplement most of the time, uh, I, for, for a long time, I've been using the supplement from a company called primeval labs called intracell seven black. And it's just this great, wonderful blend of fast absorbing carbohydrates from things like cyclic dextrin. And, uh, it's, it's got other cool things. It's got the pump stuff in there. It's, you know, it's got magnesium, it's got some sodium, it's got a lot of cool shit. And, uh, it's just a nice formula 
of pre-workout compounds and fast absorbing carbohydrates, you know, used specifically to get you through a very hard session and then it's done, it's gone. I'm currently out of that. And uh, sometimes I get, you know, people give me supplements to try. So I have this big jug of, of just a carbohydrate powder and it's fast absorbing carbs. It's a couple different styles of fast absorbing carbohydrates. Like you got a cyclic dexter and you got like a potato starch and it's these engineered carbohydrates uh, for the most part that burn extremely fast. But uh, these carbs generally, they, they absorb as fast as, you know, dextrose or glucose, but they don't have the same um, insulin spike per se, not, not quite as intense. So, which is nice too. So you get the nice clean burning energy without, you know, the detrimental side effects of having, you know, wonky blood sugar spikes and too much of a tidal wave of insulin. You know, you're getting just the nice IV drip that you're looking for. So um, what I'm doing now, that carb powder is literally 50 grams per scoop. And uh, if I'm in a gain phase, I'll do 50 grams around workouts. If I'm going to cut, I usually bring that down closer to 20 because I'm really dialing in getting super lean. And uh, so it gets a little more challenging in a cut, but for now I'm trying to maximize as much lean mass as I possibly can. I'm trying to preserve it. I'm trying to pack on a little more if I can and work on some trouble spots and to, to be the best I can possibly be come show day. So right now I'll take that 50 grams of powder, all carbohydrate, and I will mix that with about 25 grams of uh, a um, Dimatize ISO 100 whey protein, uh, and the, the carb powder is like a fruit punch. It's uh, really tasty cause it's a carb. And, uh, then the powder I'm using, I'm using fruity pebbles, uh, protein powder. So the fruity pebbles mixed with the fruit punch, you know, carb powder, it's really yummy. It's actually almost too sweet, but uh, it's a nice, nice change in the day to change things up. So I will down that about 20 minutes before I train. Um, I train at 1230 and the guys meet me here at 1230. So I'll start sipping on that a little after 12 when I'm working with my last client and then I'm ready to rock at 1230. And, uh, then by the time, you know, if I start training hard at 1230, we're completely done by 130 at the most at the latest. And I know that if, if I have taken it to the level that, you know, I'm accustomed to that, that uh, 50 gram of carbohydrate is freaking gone. It's absolutely gone and I'm not worried about it spilling over. I'm not worrying, worrying about it giving me any detrimental effects. It's just gone. And then uh, I'll do maybe another uh, two scoops of whey as a post-workout or some sort of a clean protein source. And then it's just back to my normal schedule of eating every two and a half, three hours. And that's just the way I do it. So any, if you don't want to use a powder or if, you know, if that stuff doesn't fit your budget, I mean, you could do something as simple as, you know, a rice cake and a drizzle of raw honey. You know, uh, if you wanted to go to something more hearty, you know, traditional carby kind of a thing, then maybe try something like a cream of rice, which is a little more fast absorbing than say a potato and uh, do a serving of that. I mean, a full serving of that, I think is, you know, maybe 45 grams of carbs. And so, you know, you either need to dial it down or take the full serving, depending on who you are, how big you are, what's your level of muscularity, what's your level of output, all these things. So bottom line is, as with everything, you experiment with that and see where it takes you. So. All right. So that's how I do my TKD targeted carbohydrates. Those carbohydrates are used specifically as a clean burning, fast absorbing, fast utilized energy source just for your hard training strength workouts. And by the time you're done, that shit is gone. You don't have to count it towards your normal carbohydrate, um, you know, limit. And, uh, you can feel very confident that when that workout is over, that shit's gone. It's done its purpose and it all is back well in the hood. So, 
that's how that works. I wanted to mention that uh, in the last podcast. I never got around to it, so apologies for that. So, so that's how I do um, my targeted uh, carbohydrates. And uh, it, it, is it necessary? Not for everybody. I, I think it's more important for the super hard training um, athlete, especially one that might have a physique um, competition goal in mind. Um, that trains at a very high level. And, but there are some people, there are outliers out there that just can't tolerate carbohydrate in any way, shape or form, apart from a little bit of vegetable matter. And some can't even take in that. So do you have to do it? No, I think a great alternative, if you don't want to use carbohydrates as a fuel source is hell, what did we talk about? You know, in episode three, you know, MCT oil, put a tablespoon of MCT oil into some black coffee, uh, you know, even a little bit of sodium, you know, sodium is great for getting you that pump. And then, bam, I mean, that is some great fast-burning energy, too. So do you have to do TKD? No. Uh, I think it's a fantastic thing to use for the right person, and it works great for most, but not all. So, again, your mileage may vary. Assess your tolerance. Try it. See if you like it. Maybe you'll hate it. But uh, but that's the way we do this shit. We experiment, and we move on. And uh, I use it, I like it. And then and in addition to that, uh, my other you know, major carbohydrate load is my, my weekly refeed. And there will be a lot more information given on refeeds in the future as we go to, uh, I'll probably devote an entire episode on it, I would imagine. But, uh, you know, so one day a week, you know, speaking of refeeds, like tomorrow is Monday. And yes, I'm going to do a very brutal back workout tomorrow. And uh, I will probably do my usual TKD, my 50 grams of fast absorbing carbs right before the workout. But, you know, there are times because I'm taking in so many carbohydrates on Sunday in my refeed day that uh, I feel so topped off. You know, my glycogen stores have been replenished that uh, sometimes like on a Monday workout, I don't do carbs before my workout. I feel full. I feel recharged. And I just know my body and I feel like I can give it all and I don't need the carbs. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And uh, I, I just assess how I feel at that time. But even, even if you are you know, fully restored from your refeed, that TKD is you know, it's still really not going to hurt you because you're literally going to burn it off for the workout. So I would gravitate more towards that strategy in a cut rather than in a gain cycle. So I hope that makes sense. But my refeeds, you know, refeeds vary. You know, just the bullet points of refeeds, you take a day a week and, you know, if you are, listen, let's, let's be clear. Some people, carbohydrate is an addiction and we know why, and we understand why. And for those out there who may suggest that there is no addiction to carbohydrate over any other macronutrient, well, you're full of shit. It's a thing. And if it's not a thing for you, then, you know, congratulations, you're one of the minority blessed freaks out there, but, uh, carbohydrates and addiction. So on a refeed, you know, I will do, you know, I'll allot myself, you know, five to 600 grams of carbohydrate for the day. And I'll just divide that up throughout the day. Some people, if they have that whack of carbohydrates for breakfast, then, you know, the, the, the shit just goes off into the weeds after that. They can't control the cravings. They can't control the urges and they might end up having too many carbohydrates for that day. They might go off into shittier sources or junk food or whatever. So some people I'll say, you know, you do your refeed, pack it all into the evening right before bed. So you get in those carbohydrates, you replenish the glycogen and then you go crash and you sleep it off. So to, so to speak. So, uh, it just depends on who you are. I like to divide mine up throughout the day, uh, with my six meals. 
Uh, you may want to take it all in right before bed so you're not uh, motivated to cheat throughout the day. Or some people get a little bit too bogged down from the carbohydrate refeed and it fucks up their day. And that's another great reason to maybe do it in the evening before you go to bed when things are winding down. Um, so, you know, another thing is, uh, and, and again, we're going to talk about more specifics of, of refeeds and how much or how little and who it's for or whatever, but that's just kind of the broad strokes of it. The other thing with refeeds is, is I do kind of want to go on record that I'm not a fan of the, uh, highly processed sugar shit, high glycemic, uh, foods on a refeed. There are people out there that you will see who do freaking fruity pebbles and, you know, fruit loop cereal and pop tarts and, you know, just rice crispy treats and just pure sugar shit. And, uh, I tried that once and, uh, I felt like absolute freaking dog shit when I did that. And I, I, I won't, I'll never forget it. I actually, I went out to mow the lawn and I just, you know, take, taking in like 150 grams of carbohydrates of pure shit, uh, maybe more, probably, probably more like 200. And, uh, <laughs> my blood sugar spiked so bad. And then the, the inevitable crash started to occur and it just made me sick and made me feel like garbage. Um, I started to get lightheaded when I was trying to mow the lawn. Um, I struggled with it. I got brain fog. I just felt like total shit. My stomach hurt. My wife even looked at me and said, you look like shit. You need to go sit down. And I did, I had to. So, you know, I do not subscribe to that style. I think it's uh, an unnecessary uh, detrimental hit to the body. And it's, I don't think it's necessary at all. You still can reload glycogen just fine with sweet potatoes and potatoes and rice. And, you know, I like to use granola, organic granola, and sometimes like a gluten-free pancake or whatever, something like that, that does just fine. And I can still function through the day and uh, all is still good under the hood. So uh, that's the way I do it. But you know, hey, like I always say, if what you're doing is working spectacularly for you, then you keep doing it. I'm not here to judge anybody. Um, so, you know, if, if that works for you and you feel fantastic and it doesn't lead to any detrimental effects, then you, you run with that. But for me, and in my experience, I like going towards, for lack of a better term, the more starchier, nutrient-dense, lower glycemic index um, uh, carbohydrates like the potatoes, rice. I love cream of rice, one of my favorites, and, and things like that. So that would be my recommendation. Um, but hey, you be you. Do, do what works for you. So, so there it is. Um, I'm in that gain phase you know, I'm taking in more calories, taking in more protein, taking in more fat, taking in more carbohydrates around my workouts to get through the most challenging workouts of the season. Um, my refeeds are on point. I'm refeeding today. I've already had a serving of cream of rice uh, under my belt. And uh, I've already had a serving of uh, organic granola. Uh, had that first thing in the mor this morning with my protein shake. So I'm on track. I'm looking forward to training tomorrow. Tonight, there'll be a big steak and a sweet potato. So that's my Sunday. Tomorrow, Monday, back on point, where the only carbs I'll be taking in, for the most part, is around my workout. We have a brutal back workout coming tomorrow. So I'll take in my carb protein concoction uh, right before that workout. And then uh, the little bit of trace carbs that come in through the other foods that I eat. And if I would happen to get crazy and feel like it, maybe like some vegetables. So I'm easily under my 30 grams of carbs every single day. That's not an issue for me at all. 
and I'm going to get my 50 around my workouts. I'm going to get my, you know, four to 600 on Sundays and refeed that shit. So that's how it works. So now I feel better. I feel better. I, I, for those of you out there saying, what an asshole, that guy was going to talk about carbs around workouts. He promised, he said he'd get to that. He never did. He left me hanging. I'm done with this guy. Well, there you go. I made up for my mistake. So I hope you accept my apology with this humble offering of the ketogenic bodybuilding podcast, episode three B bringing in those, uh, workout carbohydrates as promised. And that's how I do it. So I'm also planning on doing a YouTube video soon. I haven't done one in a while. I'm going to do one. Uh, it seems like every bodybuilding fitness dork out there does a, what I eat in a day video. And, uh, I've even watched one and thought, God, that's the last freaking thing I need is some other asshat to tell me everything he eats in a day. So what am I going to do? I'm going to be the asshat and tell you everything I eat in a day and how I get to my over 3000 calories in my gain phase on a typical day. So it'll either be intriguing for you or it'll be the equivalent of watching paint dry. So you be the judge of that. So at least the good thing about YouTube is you can turn that shit off if it's not blowing your skirt up. So. All right. Well, it is uh, past my time to get out of here and go home and be with family. And uh, so let me just say again, I appreciate everybody's support. Um, I'm humbled by the outpouring of requests I've had for uh, online coaching. Um, The response has never been better. And I feel so humbled and blessed to be able to work with so many fantastic people. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you have an interest in being part of the gang, just simply go to www.robgoodwin.com, R-O-B-G-O-O-D-W-I-N, and look at my coaching package options. I've got a full training option. I've got a nutrition-only option, and I've got the coolest, most affordable little thing you could ever imagine called In the Trenches. For seven measly dollars a month, you get every workout that I conduct, and um, there's already 200 in there and they're never going away. So you've got 200 already when you subscribe and then you'll see it updated weekly with all the workouts that I do. There probably won't be that many this week cause I'm going camping, but they'll all be updated when I get back. So hang in there guys. And until the next time, uh, thanks for hanging in there with this little supplement episode. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing episode four for you guys. If I can uh, track down my buddy Melvin that I talked about in episode one, we're simply going to sit down, shut the door, turn on the mics, and we're just going to talk about the old days of training, when we trained together, the state of the industry, the state of the sport, the state of training, uh, you know, secrets, you know, anything we can think of, it'll be completely, you know, nothing will be held back. And I promise that's going to be a lot of fun too. So until then, thank you guys for hanging out. And I look forward to coming back from the camping trip, banging out episode four for you guys. And then every week after that. So have a wonderful day, train hard, eat a steak, get lots of rest, spend time with your families. Peace.